Hey everyone, welcome back to the Golden Trio podcast. It's Mary Catherine. Shit. <laughs> and it's <laughs> cool. Like, you were like, I was going to say, and it's not here. <laughs> my little pea brain was like, oh, Maddie's here. So I was like toggling over to the itinerary in my phone. Um, and it's Nicole. Um, as you guys can tell, we are minus one this week. We have we are missing our dear, dear departed Maddie. We're so sorry. Rest in peace. Uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, I can still hear her. It's like I can still see her name come up on my phone sometimes. Um, obviously, I'm joking. She's not dead. She's just with her family. Um, and they got a new puppy this week. He's so cute. He's precious. Yes. Um, and while we're sad to not have Maddie this week, I will say I'm so excited (laughs) that we got to do this episode because we never would be able to do this with Maddie. So Mary Kath, would you like to share what we're doing our episode about this week? Yes, we are doing our episode about all things in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Um, It's Harry Potter. It's a Harry Potter episode. (laughs) Um, so I'm super excited to really dive down deep into the universe of Harry Potter. Um, maybe not that deep, but like just kind of like the generic stuff and like what we like, our favorite books, our favorite movies. Um, no, I love this. I love that you are as much of like a Harry Potter Potterhead as like I am. Um, Mm -hmm. because I know that we've talked about it several times, but like it was a real it is it feels like a very real tangible part of my life that like is like one of my defining factors like no shade but like I use my house traits as like traits on job applications like I'm like (laughs) and you know sometimes it's gotta it it works (laughs) it is a defining thing for me and I ask it on every date. I say, did you read like first date? That is one of my first date questions. Did you read the Harry Potter books as a kid? Because it tells you immediately the way they react tells you everything you need to know about them. That's true. If they are like, you know, then you're like, okay, thank you. Next. Let's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I, I love the Harry Potter books and have for quite some time. How did you, when did you read the books? Um, I read the books in middle school. I started reading them in middle school, I think, probably like seventh grade. Um, I got my first set of Harry Potter books for Christmas one year. It was the, you know, books one through seven for, uh, that came in like the treasure chest thing. Yes, from books yep, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. And so I started reading them then. And then, you know, I've read them numerous and numerous times um of course watched all the movies I went to all the later movie premieres because obviously like I want to say the first movie premiere that I went to might have been the half-blood prince maybe interesting I'm trying to remember I remember very well the Deathly Hallows movies oh Um, because those were two parts yeah I remember both of those I remember both of those very well um I remember, I'm trying to remember before that, because my mom was a little bit like, oh, those are scary for like a little kid or whatever. But we used to go Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Some people weren't allowed to read them. 
um no we used to go with my grandpa too but it's funny because I read them as a kid and I like did not totally connect to them as like a youth um I was Mm -hmm. like oh I like these and these are cool and I liked the movies a lot um and then when I was older I reread the books and I was like oh my god and it like I was like totally turned into like this big Harry Potter person um but yeah I as a kid was not into it as much until I got to like high school and then when I reread in high school I was like JK this slaps these are really good but no I feel like they have since like there's been such a resurgence of them like it's very strange and let me put a disclaimer here before we even get into this being a fan of Harry Potter does not mean being a fan of J.K. Rowling. Um, she is a super bigoted B-word, biatch, bitch. I don't know. I said B-word like I have a fucking... B-word. <laughs> Middle school. No, but J.K. Rowling fucking sucks. J.K. Rowling fucking sucks. Um, the way she has treated the trans community is simply unacceptable. Um, and I, it is like heartbreaking to me, the idea of like, people transgender people who like grew up holding on to and cherishing the harry potter books and then like for it to be like ripped apart ripped away from them oh my god it's horrific um so fuck jk rowling but don't fuck the harry potter universe because daniel radcliffe is a king obviously emma watson is a queen rupert Rupert grant is a king matthew lewis is the king (laughs) but yeah we we stan um the cast and we hate jk rowling because she sucks um Mm -hmm. but that being said um you know we've talked about the books and the movies i think it would be really fun if we just like what were your favorites like because i think the books and the movies are so different there's so many differences between them so my favorite book and my favorite movie are two different ones Oh, same. Mine are two separate, I think. Yes. Probably. So which book is your favorite? Okay, so my favorite book, I think, is Goblet of Fire. I think that's my favorite. You know what's crazy? I agree Mm -hmm. with you wholeheartedly. (laughs) I agree. Just because, like, I mean, yes, if you've seen the movies, you kind of know what goes on, but there's so much more detail in the book. so much better written in the book goblet of fire and my goblet of fire is falling apart um i mean she's a 734 paged book yeah and it was like a two and a half maybe a two hour movie yeah no it's so good uh goblet of fire and then um i also really love order of the phoenix as a book i feel like she never gets enough credit and i that's the one i think is also most slept on like a lot of people are like She just kind of gets skipped over. And I feel like there's some really great stuff in Order of the Phoenix. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, favorite movie. I will say this. I have two movies that are my favorite um, that are like, they are my comfort movies. They are my movies I watch when I don't know what else to watch. And um, I could never pick one over the other. And I love the books as well. Mm-hmm. I just think that, I don't know. But what are your favorite movies? Um, 
it's been a minute since I've watched the movies I will say but anytime they're on like free form I watch them anytime I actually am on cable like watch cable I watch them if they're on I do have them all on DVD um I I think if I had to choose it would be Deathly Hollows part one I am one I am shook right now. That is a, oh, that's such an outside the box pick. Um, mm-hmm. I really, I think every one of the movies except for one, I could make an argument for. And I'll let oh, you yeah. guess which one I think, which one is the one that I'm like, I could do without. I, I think you think that you could go without the Half-Blood Prince. Or is that your favorite? That's one of my two favorites. <laughs> I was trying to think of the one with Snape. I don't know. Is I, that, no, is it I think. Fan? Is that your other favorite? <laughs> <laughs> favorite. Prisoner of Azkaban and Half Blood Prince are the best ones. I guess your favorites. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're so good. Oh, you could probably go without Sorcerer of the Stone. I think we could no. all. That the because the first one is so nostalgic for me. I can't watch it without. They are little babies. I can't watch that movie without crying like a baby. No, the second one, Chamber of Secrets. I'm just kind of like, eh. I like like the Chamber of Secrets. That interesting. Um, I just think, but getting on to my favorites, which you guessed. (laughs) Um. No, I love Prisoner of Azkaban. First of all, uh, should be everyone's favorite because it is the only one that is not completely focused on the blah and boring Voldemort. It gave us the king himself, chef's kiss, our king, the love of my life, Sirius Black. Um, It gave us another king who is severely, severely underrated, Remus Lupin. Yes, it's is Lupin. Yes. <laughs> As it should be. He is one of the most slept on characters, I think. From no, I absolutely agree with that. I think he's the, so underrated. And he's one of the best characters in the entire franchise. And I would fight to the death for him. But we can get into that later. That's true. Um, I also, and Half-Blood Prince, I feel like Half-Blood Prince is like, I don't know how to describe it other than it feels like a coming of age film within a Harry Potter film, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So and I think that it's, it's also, it, you go from Order of the Phoenix and then you've got the last three books are very, maybe the last four, really the four, five, six, and seven are like the most intricate. There's a jam packed, the thicker yes. book, a lot yeah, goes yeah, yeah. on. And a lot that the movies couldn't get. Mm -hmm. So I'd have to agree with you. I think that the emotional toil. First of all, I can't watch a single one of these movies without crying. I don't know if you can. I don't know if I'm just like a mess and too emotionally attached. I can watch the first three without crying. I... The only one I can maybe watch without crying is Prisoner of Azkaban, actually. Because the first one, I cry at the end. The second one, when they reunite with Hagrid, I'm like oh. a weepy little mess. Of and course. fucking 
the other four let's not even get into it um there's a lot of deaths <laughs> when cedric diggory died the pain the real physical pain i felt literally see i can see the scene when he when they transport and harry gets him out of the maze and they have the music going and my boy <laughs> i i can't read it with i can't read it i can't watch it without crying it's so sad it's so sad um and i feel like in both the books and the movies that is the first time that Voldemort and the war truly start like the other stuff okay there could be arguments made for like chamber of secrets with tom riddle's diary or like Voldemort trying to come back with the sorcerer's stone um but mm -hmm. i think that goblet of fire first of all is the first time we truly see the real Voldemort. it is the one where Voldemort comes back and mm -hmm the war has officially infiltrated their lives before we're dancing around Voldemort, right? It's like, he's this idea, he's this thing that once existed, but he is not real and tangible. And that is the first like real tangible thing. And it holds a special place in my heart. I could definitely see like the argument of like, when, when do you really think like, the whole thing with Voldemort comes into play because like you said like he's not very he's not tangible in the first three and so he really doesn't become tangible until Goblet of Fire when when he zaps Harry out of the maze into this whatever else graveyard thing yeah I mean I think before that there's also a childish naivety about the ones before that where Harry no one has died yet so mm -hmm. very much Harry's life is like, yes, this is a bad thing. But also there's like this sort of fantastical whimsy about the wizarding world for him where that's where all his friends are. That's where his life is. And he's a hero there. And I think that Goblet of Fire is the first book that he really sees what that means and what the expectation that holds is. True. But I, I would have to agree with that too, I think but I have love for all of them. I don't know. And I do think Deathly Hallows part one, first of all, is- It's an interesting choice. I think it's a great pick. I, because it's the only book that does not have Hogwarts at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I like, I really enjoyed the story of the brothers and I think that that one that was in part one of the it movies. was yep yeah and um I really I just think I think that that was like a, a really big aha moment in like like figuring out everything and like the story and the background behind everything and I just really like it I mean obviously part two is like the battle blah 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 like we gotta get we gotta preface and then we were left on such a cliffhanger it was just so good. No, I really actually loved the way it was done where it was almost a full movie of just exposition of, mm -hmm. and I thought that was really cool and very different than the other ones. Um, I also think that, you know, some of, it has one of the two biggest things that I feel like the books give you that I wish the, um, movies gave you more of which was the storyline of the brothers I loved 
the brothers and that was so much more involved in the books and I mm-hmm. wish that they had included it a little bit more in the films but also my other big well I have lots of big complaints about what got left out of the movies mm-hmm. but in Half-Blood Prince in the book that's where Harry's learning all about Voldemort how he grew up his whole life how his like his parents Mm -hmm. and how he was conceived and everything like that which I just found really interesting because I was very into that and Mm -hmm. we got none of that (laughs) no it was literally just the high points of the book which granted you can't you can't include everything otherwise they would all be Goblet of Fire would be part one part two all the other four through seven would be doubled Oh, for but sure. I am glad that they did Deathly Hollows in two parts. They no, I think, it, I think they had to. I think they had to, and I loved it. I rioted. I, I loved it, and I'm so glad they did. And um, oh, I'm like getting emotional just thinking about it. So let's move on from <laughs> warm and fuzzy. Let's move on to our houses, Nicole. Ooh, I love this. I love this because I think that, first of all, I'm a big believer that a person's Hogwarts house says a lot about them. Um, and I know there are people who are like, oh, that's not true. Like, it's just like a whatever. I disagree because I <laughs> have long believed that your Hogwarts house is not solely based off your personality. It's based off of what you value as a person. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like someone like Neville, who does not outwardly seem like a particularly brave character to me makes so much sense as a Gryffindor because all he valued was that bravery that he wanted to have so bad. And so I think that it makes total sense in that lens. And that's why I think you can tell a lot about a person from their house. So Mary Kath, what's your Hogwarts house? So based off of my Pottermore quiz that I took like years ago, it said I was a Gryffindor. I don't know if that's pertain to me now I don't know I could see myself as that or I could see myself as a Ravenclaw it really just depends on the mood I'm a Slytherin through and through on every test I take on every everything and when I was a kid I got Slytherin and I didn't like that I didn't want to be that so I remade my accounts and retook it until I got Hufflepuff which is what I wanted um that's a real thing I did I took the test three times and looking back I'm like that's very Slytherin behavior of you Nicole <laughs> yes to manipulate the system to get <laughs> yes um, but so the four houses would you like to explain them Mary Kath yeah so there's essentially four houses in the Harry Potter universe there's Slytherin Gryffindor Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw oh also I made Maddie take the quiz I oh, sent her you? one and made her take it. And what do you think she got? When we when we took it for based off of what we thought she would get, I think we thought Ravenclaw. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say she probably got Slytherin. I am pulling up her result now. Give me a second. Hold on. I have to go through her messages. She got. Slytherin correct um (laughs) and which I feel like makes sense in a lot of ways we because before we took the quiz for her I don't know if you remember we said I feel like she's a Slytherin or but both of us had Slytherin in our little um and so I feel like it makes a lot of sense 
that she's a Slytherin. Who are your favorite characters? Um, oh, that's so hard. There's so many like good, not necessarily minute characters, but there's a lot of good really support characters. Um, I okay. Um, I really liked um as quirky as she was, like Luna was one of my favorites. I agree with that. I love Luna Love Good. I I think she did a lot more in the books than she does in the films. Yes. But I, I definitely think that towards the end, like in Deathly Hollows, she finally gets like to play more of a role. Um and I definitely like resonated with um Neville um because as being like an ugly child and then like kind of like becoming okay as like an adult (laughs) i'm screaming right now oh my fucking god (laughs) um and then i think oh and then and then the weasleys like fred and george love fred and george i love the mischief that they got into because they're my favorites. They're my favorite Weasleys. There, I said it. And um, I agree with that. But also, I think Bill Weasley deserves better representation because Bill Weasley was hot in the books. In the books, oh, Bill does. Weasley was described as n- hot. He he does. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have. I'm showing right now. I have next to my bed. This is so embarrassing. I have. <laughs> Mini Fred and George, like little statue characters next to my bed. Um, George is on the other side of the bed, so I can't reach him right now. Um, but no, I think one of the one of the cool things about Harry Potter as a franchise that I would tell you, I feel like not many other big franchises were like this. You ask someone their favorite character, and how often does someone say Harry is their favorite character in Harry Potter? It depends if they've, if they, that's how you know, if they've truly like read everything. Like if they say their favorite character is like Harry, Hermione, or Ron. And there's nothing wrong with those characters, but I think it's really interesting that like every, not everyone, but most people, when they talk about a favorite character, they fixate on a character who is considered like a minor character. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I can see that too. I also loved Lupin and like you said, Nymphadora Tonks. So I have have this obsession, fixation, if you will, on the Marauders era, which never Mm. got produced into anything. So there's a hell of a lot of like fan fiction and shit like that about it. And I have a real love for that era, mostly because I have never loved character the way I love Sirius Black. Sirius Black, I love him. Just like troubled, dramatic, middle child, emo kid. Like, okay, King, I see you. You are a representation of who I was in high school and I live for it. Um, And then obviously Fred and George and you know I'm going to say our King. Listen, I get it that I love toxic men and it's fine. And we talk about it almost every episode. Draco Malfoy deserves rights, deserves representation. Don't make that face at me there again. <laughs> I thought that Draco was the most annoying character when I first started reading. Uh, I feel personally. But as, as he, as we got through the books, 
he grew on me, especially in the movies. Listen, I'm absolutely convinced. Like you cannot unconvince me that Draco was just like a good kid who was raised in a household where the morals were fucked and he was surrounded mm-hmm. by all this pressure to be and do Conform. thing mm-hmm. and that he could have been just as good as any of the rest of them if he had had a different environment like and True. i think towards the end he didn't want he didn't want to be a death eater he didn't want this sort of life that had happened to, really happened to him rather yeah. than happened i mean some of them were choices but so much of it is influenced by like family and power and politic and almost like a form of an abuse like you could say like from from like voldemort and like the the death eaters and like the the forcing it to conform and like having to do bad things and yes there's a lot there's a big debate there but here's a question what do you think would have happened if the sorting hat had put Harry in Slytherin. What do you think would have happened? Do you think like the world would have flipped upside down? Or do you think there would have been a big power struggle in Slytherin with Draco and Harry? I go through these like things in my head that I just like sit there and think about. I think that, I think that Harry makes a lot of sense for Slytherin. I feel like potentially it could have been very bad. I think that the idea of he'd never, you have to remember when he got to Hogwarts, he'd never had like real family or anything like that before. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me question if the first environment and quote unquote family he got outside of the Dursleys had been the Slytherins and you know the Malfoys had been what the Weasleys were to him and stuff like that like I think it would have been really bad I think it could have been like I think it could have been like a big like who could become the next Dark Lord kind of thing which sounds really interesting and I'm sure there's probably maybe a fan fiction about it. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a fan theory somewhere. That is not the kind of fan fiction I read. I do read a lot of, um, I read a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction. Uh, it is a comfort for me. Um, it's fine. I can say it. I have no shame. Um, there's a lot of different ways that I think that you could imagine and you could like try to figure out what what could have been there's a lot of what could have been I think that's the best um sentence and the way to say it for sure um but who are your favorite characters I don't think you besides Sirius is it just Sirius and um um I also think that um Minerva McGonagall never gets enough credit she's the best McGonagall She's I love honestly her. she's cool. a carrier yeah mm-hmm. she carried the team she carried Good. the team she was the QB and I and you know my feelings about Dumbledore I think he was a terrible character and arguably the worst <laughs> character in the entire books um worse than Baltimore I said what That's I said a, those are some strong opinions <laughs> no and I stand by them and I'm happy to release my thoughts on that to anyone who would like to hear that. <laughs> um, but I just felt like Minerva McGonagall at no point had any 
inter- all she wanted was the best for Harry and for the students. You know, she was a hard ass sometimes, but all she wanted was truly what was best for them, regardless of the war and Voldemort, like, and the expectation of who he was supposed to be to them. Like he wanted, she wanted the best for him and not who he was supposed to be for everyone else. Yeah, that's true. Cause he was, I feel like he was seen as maybe like a savior for a lot of other people, but um, I would have to agree. She definitely just wanted the best for him as a child and for him to like to excel in his education and his, you know, wizarding career, whatever you want to call it. Um, but also I was wrong. Dumbledore is not the worst character. I will tell you who is. Okay. Who is it? Who do you think? Dolores Umbridge. Dolores Umbridge. Thank you. I was going to bring her (laughs) up next, but she's the literal worst. She sucks so hard. She's so bad. She's even worse in the book. No, I know. I have never had like pure, unadulterated, like no mercy hatred for a character the way I have for her. Like, she's just the actual worst. She sucks. She, like, she literally made Harry write and then it stenciled into his hand. Like, come on. Like, that is literally okay, child, abuse. child abuse. Child yeah. abuse? <laughs> Correct. Literally <laughs> child abuse. I and just, oof. Oh, she makes me so mad. She makes me skin crawl. Like, I cannot stand her. I. There is no greater pleasure than when she got, like, dragged off by Grop. I loved that moment. And Harry goes, the times that Harry looked her in the eyes and said, I must not tell lies. Oh. Iconic. Yes. There were some great scenes throughout the films that I'm just, like, it's just, like, the, like, and that's what you get. Like, come at me next time. Like. I think that one is iconic. I think when um, Molly Weasley, you know, kills Bellatrix, I think that that is one of the most iconic moments. I feel like in talking about all the characters, have you made it on to Harry Potter TikTok? Um, yes. So I was on Draco talk for quite some time on accident. Um, (laughs) so let me tell you a lot of girls out there simp for some Draco Malfoy. Um, a lot of people do. (laughs) Um, I do love a good like Harry Potter, like debunking or, um, Harry Potter facts. I love knowing Harry Potter facts. I always like like to have like a fun fact on hand because I think that those are always fun. Um, but yes, I have made it on to Harry Potter TikTok and Draco Tik and Draco Talk. But um, if there's any like, other ones, I don't. I feel like I all over are. TikTok, I very frequently see people thirsting over Draco for sure. Draco TikTok is for sure a thing. Girls are horny for Draco Malfoy. We said what we said. Um, it's kind of scary no it's very intense it's very intense and upsetting (laughs) especially because tom felton is on the app what do you think he would do if he like ran into that and he did well no i'm sure he has but he also did like his tiktok challenge like the like the potter challenge on tiktok or whatever and everybody like 
would like at him on like their videos and stuff like that and he would like repost like the ones he thought were the best and so I think that that just fueled Draco talk a lot um which might not have been for the best but you know here we are um the other characters I see simping over Fred and George I Aww. feel like I see people simping over Fred and George on TikTok left and right left and right who doesn't love who doesn't love Fred and George like who who I need to know so I can talk to them about it and just no, kind of understand they're the best I feel like I have seen so much love for them on TikTok and also weirdly like the Marauders era um of like which if you don't know that's like James and Lily and Sue yeah. and Remus and Peter it's, um, it's like the Padfoot and Prongs yes era Mm -hmm. um i've seen literally in the last like two days a randomly large amount (laughs) i don't know if my phone's listening to me because we've been talking about harry potter in the i'm sure it is our fbi agents are like (laughs) i'm gonna get all the harry potter content on my page but i think it's kind of crazy and kind of cool that there's some level of resurgence that's happening with the thirst and excitement that happens over Harry Potter because when I was in high school Tumblr was like the place for it oh Harry Potter Tumblr I know (laughs) you know exactly we're so good it was the best uh so I kind of love that TikTok is sort of recreating that environment it's like the Harry Potter Tumblr but not but yes Tumblr Tumblr was a wild time especially in fan like fan stuff like that don't even get me started. I could do an entire episode on Tumblr and we don't have the time and I don't have the emotional <laughs> energy to put into that right now. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to go back. No, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the emotional energy to put into that. And I'm so glad we got to do this episode just like a little bit in depth talking about the books and the movies and our favorite bits and stuff like that. Um, I feel like it was very fun and I'm glad we got to do it. Um, yes, it makes me want to watch all the movies. Oh, read the books God. again <laughs> for the millionth time of course um but with that being said I think we're probably getting towards time to wrap up here so what are so we'll move into hey guys um it's Maddie uh sorry that I couldn't join in on the episode this week I'm actually home in Illinois um because my family got a new puppy this weekend so he is the cutest little thing ever but I'm still here to do Maddie's music corner so don't worry um I have really been listening to a lot of Billy Joel I don't know why um probably because Zanzibar is making a comeback on TikTok um even though I've already I have loved the album and the song and everything um so I'm definitely listening to a lot of Billy Joel lately and um I'm also very excited because Ariana Grande is having a deluxe album or a deluxe version of Positions coming out um pretty soon with four extra tracks so I'm really excited to see um I think there's some collaborations so it's rumored maybe it's be like Tyler the Creator, Harry Styles, I'm really excited to hear it and to share my thoughts with you whenever that comes out. Um, yeah, I've been listening to definitely a lot of older music now that I'm home for a couple days um, with my dad, who has been my biggest uh, music influence growing up. 
So yeah, definitely listening to a lot of older stuff, mainly Beatles, Billy Joel, whatever. Um, I also ordered Melodrama on vinyl. I got here, was so good, so good on vinyl. And I snagged the band Camino's Try Hard. Literally got the last one today. So I'm super excited for that to come in the mail, as well as Louis Capaldi's um, album. So good. I'm very, very, very excited. I keep going my vinyl collection. I say I'm not going to buy anymore, and then I do. So um, yeah, I will be back next week. Um, Regular schedule, everything. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to get back, but I also am excited to hear what Nicole and Mary Catherine have been talking about um, this week. So I'll be back next week, but hope you all are having a great week. Bye recommendation station um mary catherine cinema corner thank you you're so welcome <laughs> you're mad you always have to do the jingles i was doing for you i liked it thank you um yeah so i'm gonna suggest that if you haven't read the harry potter movies and you're listening to this then you need to go watch the movies um also i want to point out to, to you Nicole I don't know if you know this but they're trying to remake or make a Harry Potter TV show I and that makes me so angry that makes me very upset um because I just feel like it's one of those things that just shouldn't be touched um mm-hmm. I get that they could probably like make the magic look more cool and have cooler special no. effects now that like technology wanna. is different but like the magic is there and like it's not been that long no like I like I told you I said well, I guess the first Harry Potter movie came out in 2001, so it's been 20 years. But still, I feel like that's not long enough. Like, the kids who grew up with Harry Potter, kids who were 10 at the time of Harry Potter are only 30 now. I'm, like, come I'm, on, Please come don't on. try to touch it until I'm at least 60 years old. That's when I'm, like, in my <laughs> 40s and 50s, then you can touch it. But for now, please just leave it be. But please do, not with J.K. Rowling, because she doesn't deserve a platform, but please um, just use a harry potter fan fiction as the base for a marauders series because i would watch the actual fuck out of that <laughs> that would be really good um and then another thing for my corner are comfort shows um i've been re-watching gilmore girls for the like 25th time and you know it's just a really good comfort show it's so good so cheesy you know team logan all the way sorry um <laughs> re-watching listen my slutty little angsty teenager self loves Jess but Logan is clearly the best choice Logan is clearly the best choice clearly number one <laughs> but yeah so Nicole it's time for Nicole's reading Nick <laughs> um so I have two racks this week I don't know if I'm gonna make this a regular thing because I did it last week and now here I am doing it again this week um but I am gonna give a fan fiction rec it's only because we did Harry Potter and a fun fact about me is that my comfort of all comfort fix like the fic that I go- hold on to and it's like my true comfort like read it and it makes my heart warm and soft is a Harry Potter fic it is a two-parter called all the right things um or no the right thing to do is the first one and then all the wrong things is the second one is a Draco and Hermione fic. Um, 
It's so good. It's so well written. And it tells the same exact story, but from each of their perspectives, which is not something I'm usually into because I'm very much like, I've already seen this before, but it's so good. It's- I love a good perspective um, book. No, it's so good. I actually just can't recommend it enough. It's literally fantastic. It made me feel all of the feelings. Um, mm-hmm. But if Draco and Hermione is not your thing, you can also read um, The Life and Times, which is a Marauders fan fiction that is on Article of Our Own, or Archive, excuse me, um, Archive of Our Own, um, which is online. That one is also fantastic, really well done, and one of my personal faves. Um, but outside of that, for a regular book, um, I have been, because it's Black History Month, and in general, I'm trying to have a much more diverse library this year. I'm trying to really mm-hmm. pay attention to the stories I'm reading. Um, but for Black History Month especially, I am going to be giving you some recommendations on books that are written by Black authors um, and that tell Black stories because I think it's important um, to promote a diverse amount of intake in the media you're consuming, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not even if it is only like fictional literature. Um, But that being said, because of that, my recommendation this week, sorry, I have to grab it because it was behind me. Uh, My recommendation this week is called The Deep. It's by River Solomon. Um, It's really, really, really well done. It's only like 160 pages. So it's not a huge investment for someone who's like not super into reading. Um, It's very sci-fi and there's a lot of themes about um history and knowing who you are because of what came before you um and it's really beautifully written and I towards the ending I was like I can't believe this is already over like I really wanted more to come out of it it was so beautiful um and I think it's a really great read and so that is my recommendation for this week The Deep by River Solomon sounds really good I really love a good sci-fi thriller book though it's really good it's not as thrillery, but it is like the whole concept is very cool. And um, yeah, I just think it is really beautiful and such a testament to the importance of your, of the history of the people that came before you and the role that plays in your life now. Um, so I really, really like it. And I think it's really good. And I can't wait to give you guys my recommendation for next week because I already started reading it and it's fantastic. Oh, um, yes. I love I'm that. like three quarters of the way through it and literally like after 20 pages I was like this is for sure what I'm recommending next week oh Um, yes I'm excited but with that being said we only have one last bit out or bit Mm -hmm. left god can I talk today (laughs) bit out in out (laughs) (laughs) it's time for in and outs in and outs it's time for the in and outs all right um so Mary Kath do you want to go first or second I'll let you take your pick um, I can go first for the ins and then I'll go second for the outs. Oh, I love this. Okay. So my ins for the week are, um, you know, it was kind of snowy this past week. I like looking at snow, but I don't like the snow. So I would say looking at snow and like, especially like a fresh break, blank blanket, what? A fresh blanket of snow, like untouched, like when the sparkly, I just really like that kind of snow and then electric blankets because I have yet to turn the heat on in my house in my apartment because I refuse to I've refused to pay more 
So I have an electric blanket. Um, and then my my favorite in that we've probably had so far is squishmallows. I love squishmallows. Um, I am so excited to um, collect them. I'm I'm loving them a little too much um, because there's so many. There's such a variety of squishmallows. Like I went and bought a few other ones the other day. And then I have like the little mini micro squishmallows in my car, you know, because you have to have a pal while driving. So squishmallows. Listen, I also have a squishmallow in my car for driving. So that this is a no judgment zone. I have um, not one of the micro ones, but I do have one that rides in my car on my dashboard with me. Um, so no judgment. Now, what are your um, ends for the week, ma'am? Ma'am? <laughs> Gotta wait for our notes to load. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I like burped mid ma'am. So I was like, ma'am. <laughs> um, okay, my ins for this week. Uh, first of all, I've never heard it described as this before, but I honestly loved it because it makes so much sense. Uh, having an emotional support water bottle. Um, I have a hydro flask that I carry around and like I am like panicked if I don't have it with me. Uh, can't explain the neuroses behind that, but I'm sure someone with a better brain than I have can. But that being said, um, having one really has helped my like hydration. Like I drink a gallon or more of water every single day, which is kind of crazy. Um, but that's so good for you though. I need to do that. I recommend grabbing a water bottle that you really just like love. And, um, yeah, it is my emotional support water bottle and I feel very uncomfortable when I don't have it. Um, my, my second in for this week is Girl Scout cookie season, y'all. Um, I got some from my, like, I guess she's my cousin. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Cause like my uncle is very young. You don't need to know my family dynamics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I got some from my cousin. Um, I got the Samoas, the classic, Oh, Um, the Samoas. They're so good. They're so good. I used to hate on Samoas. I used to hate on But in my grown-up eclectic taste now, I love, my adult palate loves a good Samoa. They're so good. Um, (laughs) So yeah, support. And also Girl Scouts, like as an organization, is like super progressive and in the spirit of saying fuck you to jk rowling are like super pro trans rights so pick up a box of girl scout cookies support a great organization and like let a little kid win a bike i don't know what kind of fucking prizes they give anymore but like get your girl scout cookies and let some little kid get like a jewelry box that sings mama mia to them i don't know what they give (laughs) listen i being a former girl scout and my mom was my troop leader. I get. I think that gives you so much, yeah. makes so much sense yeah. to you, Nicole. Yeah, it really does. Um, I would strive to sell the most Girl Scout cookies so I could get the patches to go on my vest. That's all I wanted. I didn't want the prizes. I wanted the patches. <laughs> that gets, Mary Catherine, like, the way this <laughs> explains so much about your personality. <laughs> anyway. That's all I wanted. <laughs> We're going to move right past that because we don't have time to dissect no, all of that. We don't. Um, 
But if you want to know Mary Catherine's personality in all aspects of life, just apply that mindset to everything. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> oh my Yikes. god. Uh, I was a hat kid and you were a patch kid. It's <laughs> I just really wanted like because there were so many patches you could get and I just wanted all of them. I still have my girl. I still have my brownie vest oh that has my all my God, patches on. You really on. are such a pack rat. I love it about you, but you really are. I am my parents' child, so. Um, my last one, ladies, it's an in for the week. Let's get a woohoo! Yoga class is back to being an in, folks. Woohoo! Uh, my yoga class enemy announced to our class this week that he's changing classes um could not be happier to receive that information um because he did steal my spot again in class this week uh but our yoga saga though short uh is now come to its epic conclusion of me getting my spot back and not having to deal with him in my class anymore um and also like I have really found a renewed love for yoga this year um I don't know if it's just this teacher that I go to or what, but like, I don't know. For me, it's like my one time of the week that I can really feel centered and like not have to think about anything else other than exactly what I'm doing. And it's been really great for me mental health wise. So maybe give it a try. Um, Absolutely. And that'll do it for our ins, which means it's time for out, out. We were doing that at the same time. I was just (laughs) out anything else. Okay, but the fact that we were in sync. Um, so <laughs> my outs for the week. Outs first? Do you want me to do outs first? I can do. I can do outs first. Oh yes. Do you do outs? Yes, yes. correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my outs for this week. Uh, my first out would be uh my period and my ovaries. Um, it's a little bit of TMI for everyone involved. So just skip forward thirty seconds if you're not into period talk. But um, mm. I just think that women should not have to deal with this. I think I could get a lovely card in the mail from the government that said, you are not pregnant. And I think that that would suffice for me personally. I wish. <laughs> I wish that's how it worked. Like you just received some like mail and like- You get like a card hey. in the mail. Like it's like a monthly bill, but instead of you having to pay anything, actually I would pay, I would pay a bill, a monthly bill. If, it, if someone came to me and said, Nicole, you can either do this or have a monthly bill. You would be disgusted to know the amount I would be willing to pay monthly. It was either the the option of have a like physically have a period or pay a bill. You would pay the bill. I would pay the Absolutely. bill every time. Would you pay the bill? No. I like the I like the satisfaction of like okay, she's here, good to go. I Nothing what stopped. I can't relate. I would still think I would still think that I was with child even if I didn't have a period. See, I don't think that would happen. And also I get cramps so bad I can't walk for the first two to three days. So I really would make that exchange uh, in a heartbeat. It de- definitely, some people have a, like such a worse period than others. So I think it really just depends. But yes. Um, but that being said, uh, my second one is Mercury retrograde. I know that I'm like a little bit of an astrology hoe, but uh, the universe is really kicking our asses currently. Um, my personal ass has been kicked, as has Mary Catherine's. My ass has been handed to me uh, <laughs> three times this week. My personal ass has been mailed to me first class in a box. 
I just, mail. I just need a fucking break. It ended up in my neighbor's mailbox. I had to go search for it. Don't even. It's too soon. Too soon. That's where Miss Janet was in my neighbor's, in my neighbor's mailbox. Um, but yeah, I so Mercury retrograde. Just try to be extra gentle to yourselves. Um, I heard this random thing this week that like really has been in my head. Um, and this girl said, she goes, if being hard on yourself worked, it would have already worked by now. And that like hit me really deep. Cause I feel like I'm an asshole to myself all the time and mm-hmm. like expect the best for myself, even when I'm in a, not in a position to be the absolute most perfect version of myself. And so, and I mean, it's so true. Like any other thing you would not do for 20 years on end and hope that this time it'll, (laughs) this time it'll work. Exactly. Like if you were trying to lose weight, you would not like run five miles every day for 20 years and not lose a pound and think, oh, I just need to run again today. Like that's literal insanity. So like, don't do that Mm -hmm. to your mental health either. Um, be gentle and kind to yourselves because the universe is handing all of us our asses in a nice pretty box right now. Um, With a bow. With a bow (laughs) on top. Extra Um, hard. Extra hard to get into. Exactly. And when you get into it, it's just full of glitter. It's going to make a mess in your home. Glitter is the worst of all crafts. It's bad. Um, It's the STD of crafts. It's herpes. It's everywhere. Uh It's herpes. Um, Yeah. 1000%. But that being said, uh, those are my outs for this week. So Mary Kath, what are yours? Yes. So my first out is um, dry skin. I am over the cold. I'm over having severely dry skin. My hands, the back of my hands look like old lady hands because they're so dry and crackled. And, And it's just my hands. I mean, I'm sure my legs are dry. I don't moisturize properly but that's my own personal issue. Um, and then my second out is you got eczema. You got eczema. Cause I have eczema and I'm tired of having eczema. I have a newly, um, found, uh, eczema on my hands and my, um, feet, which is kind of like personal. That's a little personal. I just have it. I have eczema and so and it's been stress-induced eczema it's not because of my dry hands and then it like makes you more stressed out because then you're like oh my god now I have fucking this and then it's like blaming out the worst correct and it's it's flaring up that's a good um that's the good terms of use for it but it's mainly just on like the sides of my like fingers and stuff but it's not noticeable which is like nice I guess You'd have to know where it's at to notice it, but I'm tired of having eczema. You got eczema? (laughs) Eczema? (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, on that note, um, wishing Mary Catherine's eczema out the door for this next week. Um, Let's hope. (laughs) And my period out the door for this next week. Um, That's for sure. (laughs) uh, Do you have any final notes for everyone? Do you have any final messages? Any final words of wisdom? Um, just to, 
I hope everybody has a great Valentine's Day weekend that is coming up. Um, treat yourself to whatever you want, Valentine or nay Valentine. Um, whether that means going to get yourself a coffee, getting your nails done, reading a good book, getting drunk on your favorite choice of alcohol. Like, you know what? Just have a good time. Try to enjoy yourself because that's what matters. And wear a mask. Yeah, with that uh, being said, I think it's about time to wrap it up. So um, make sure you have a good week. Please make sure to follow us um, on all our social medias. It is at golden three O T H R E E O H on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, uh, we also have an email. So if you have anything you want us to talk about, um, or any questions you want answered on the pod, uh, it's goldentriopod at gmail.com. Um, outside of that, we're excited. We'll have Maddie back next week. Um, and, you know, uh, have a great week. Be kind to each other and be kind to yourselves. This has been the Golden Trio Podcast.